0: There is more to why most of us do what we do than money. Whatever your motivation, people need to understand it. And I would also say that employers and leaders, they need to get to know what motivates their staff. Welcome to the Miles and the Markers podcast, it is episode number 22 and today we're on mile 23, expect and be ready for change. Before I get started, I want to give a shout out to two people, David Alto and Dan Beakey. And the reason that I'm shouting them out in particular is because they are two of the people who tend to ask me about the podcast on a consistent basis hey when are you gonna do another one (laughs) so this is for you guys thanks so much for your support and for everybody who supports the podcast i do appreciate it it is wednesday june the 8th 2020 we're on mile 23 expect and be ready for change and this is actually quite appropriate because right now as i read this i am in a pretty significant transition. Uh, I haven't actually worked for income since January. And it's not because I haven't had opportunity, it's just because I'm in a transition and I'm really reevaluating my priorities and my purpose. And so I think this is important for everyone to understand that things change in life, whether it's health or job or economies, you name it, things change. And so I think this is an appropriate chapter or mile, I should say. So we'll get into it here. It's kind of short, but then I have an additional side street that I'm gonna get into. And I think it's really good for leaders to hear that as well. It's called intrinsic motivation. But here we go, expect and be ready for change. When you set a goal and work the plan, it can become a reality. The first flight to Nashville was on a Sunday afternoon. traveling for work is not the adventure most people think it is. Single folks make it into a mini vacation or opportunity to explore. Some married trainers do too. The work can be rewarding, but don't take the impact travel can have on you and your family lightly. You could pay a huge price for that. Uh, Especially if, even with a supporting family, you're leaving your spouse or significant other home alone to care for kids while you're gone traveling there have been the same day flights to cities within my state and big trips to places like japan for mazda's development work there are good flights and bad ones great rental cars and clunkers there are five star hotels and ones with bed bugs <laughs> yeah, that's a true story i'll tell you what here's the only benefit of ending up in a hotel with bed bugs the management gives you lots of points <laughs> I mean, I think we got like a month's worth of stays, so that we wouldn't, you know, badmouth the hotel as being a hotel with bed bugs. <laughs> this was, uh, I think, in Utah actually, in the Salt Lake area. Once it was a newer hotel, there was a lot of open um, construction going on around it, so I wasn't entirely surprised. Uh, my luggage made it most of the time and only once did I lose a piece of expensive equipment I needed for training, which is actually quite, (laughs) if you think about it, traveling for most of 20 years and only losing a piece of equipment once, that was pretty good. Travel has been mainly part of the job for me and rarely an adventure. Now again, this is just my story, everybody. Um, Some people just think, oh, travel, I just get to travel. I, I love traveling. Um, I only love it whenever my wife goes with me and or when my family goes with me, Um, but I really don't like traveling on my own at all anymore. It has been a necessary part of the work I do, but now that I've been home for most of last year, and in fact now almost two years, I wrote the book and completed it a year ago, I don't miss traveling one bit. (laughs) Not one bit. I mean, I, I... trust me, I love going places with my wife. I love to go travel to places with my wife and, and experience the adventure and things like that with her. Well, given what's happening in the world today, most of us will need to figure out how to do our jobs remotely or figure out a new career, maybe writing a book. Now, again, um, we're out of the pandemic at this point, so, uh, things are changing the other direction. In fact, uh, Lately in the news was the announcement by Elon Musk that said, if you're going to work for me, 40 hours minimum in the office, babe, you got to be here. (laughs) So, uh, but maybe writing a book, hey, perhaps two more books. I've actually got one done and I've been saying that for a while, but I, for whatever reason, I haven't finished reviewing it and I'm just not ready to release it yet. I'm just not feeling like the time is right, so we'll see how that goes. In any case, my entire adult life has been coaching, facilitating, or educating younger people, customers, and even adults on how to improve their lives and make a better living. Nothing brings greater joy in my life than helping others learn and become better human beings. Now. That really speaks a lot, that sentence, nothing brings greater joy in my life than helping others learn and become better human beings. It's really the crux of whatever I'm going to do in life. Um, and one of the things that I've just completed, uh, the, the classwork, I have a, a webinar to attend, a four-hour session, uh, is to become a chaplain and, um, and to serve people in need. So that kind of ties into my ministry work that I've done in the past. But just as I'm getting older and I'm seeing so many hurting people out there, I'm thinking, man, I really wanna make a difference. So that's where I'm headed right now. Um, We'll see how it pans out, uh, just one step at a time. But as I said, life is always changing. And you know what, for the most part, we don't like it. We typically try to avoid change unless we're in really a bad place, right? But we really like consistency, even if it means that things aren't perfect or good for us. We're more afraid of change than we are of a life of discomfort or even fear as long as we know what to expect every day. And that's an interesting dynamic with the way we are made up as human beings. The unknown stops many people from taking a risk that could prove to be the best thing for them. And then the mile marker for this brief mile 23, be prepared for change, count the cost, know it won't be easy, but understand it will come and be ready when it happens. Since change is inevitable, you can try to run from it or get excited about what the future holds. So I'm, you know, one of those kinds of people who for the most part Is very hopeful. I'm very positive about the future for a lot of reasons. A lot of it is my faith, but other parts of it is because I've been through the ups and downs of life. And I know that there will be hard times, but even in the hard times, things change and get better as long as I'm looking for that. Okay. So while change is inevitable, we can make a choice. We can either run from it Or we can say, you know what, I'm going to face it head on. And sometimes that means to wait. Sometimes, you know, we have to sit in one place. It's kind of like for those in the Midwest and other areas of the country that face tornadoes regularly, seasonally. Or like here in Phoenix, we face monsoon season and what are called haboobs or giant dust storms. We see one coming, we just have to wait it out. We can't go out, I mean, we could go out in it. There are storm chasers and people who do that kind of thing, but most of us, we have to hide in the basement and you know wait that tornado out or wait that hurricane out or flee from it in some cases. So uh, if we're faced with certain types of trauma or traumatic experiences or things like that, sometimes we just have to sit still and wait. I wrote a post about that today. Um, about being in a forest, the best thing for you to do is take care of yourself. Make sure that your needs are met, your fundamental basic needs of water, food, shelter, uh, and a fire. Uh, But then other than that, if you're lost in a forest, the recommendation is you stay put. Don't wander around trying to figure out how to get out of there unless you actually are an expert at it. Okay, so that's mile 23. But now, as I do in a few cases in the book since we're talking about the miles and the markers and driving down a road, there's a side street. And in this case, the side street is called intrinsic motivation. And this really ties to uh, leadership and leaders. There was a recent poll regarding what you look for in a job. And number one, 63% of people said a high salary, which that was kind of confusing to me because I, I kind of feel like I know a little better than that, that yes, people want a really good salary, but I was thinking, man, the people that answered this polling question, they must have been like just out of college or something, you know, thinking, I just want a really good salary because they really don't know what they want out of life. And, and they're not entirely sure of, of what motivates them to do things because um, money is obviously a motivator. But I'll tell you what, a lot more people are motivated by other things, especially if they have a family. So a side street called Intrinsic motivation. Something must be said about a challenge that came from my recent LinkedIn post called, quote, I'm a car guy, end quote. One of the people who responded to the post asked, if the job paid eight bucks an hour, would you do it? Question mark. And in all honesty, no, but there is more to why most of us do what we do than money. Maybe it's a passion for helping others learn. Perhaps you want success to have more free time. Whatever your motivation, people need to understand it. And I would also say that employers and leaders and managers need to reward it rather than just throw money at good people. They need to get to know what motivates their staff. What is it that drives them? Do they want more time off? Do they want particular benefits as opposed to cash? The skills and experience required to be considered credible as a trainer or business consultant are significant. Walk into a dealership when you've never sold or serviced a car, and they will sniff you out, eat you up, and spit you onto the sidewalk. Try teaching managers how to manage if you've never walked in their shoes, and things can get ugly real fast. You may be able to fake it in the short term but your reputation will precede you. The job pays a lot because it deserves to be paid a lot. And that was really in response to that question about, well, would you do that training job for eight bucks an hour? Um, No, but that's because I have the skills that demand a lot more. On the other hand, if I wasn't a consultant, so, I mean, let me just get into it. Um, I have recently been asked to do several things to, participate in certain business opportunities. Great people, love the people, uh, really think that what they have to offer is fantastic. This isn't just one example, this is more than one. But where my heart is and where my passion is wasn't where they were going. And so I listened, I waited, I processed, and I said no. And so where I'm at in my life right now is, do I want to make a lot of money? Oh, sure, I'd love to make a lot of money. And I'm hopeful to be able to do that again. I'm not going to take a job that puts me on the road three to four weeks out of every month. I don't care how much it pays. Unless they said, hey, we'll pay off your house and we'll get you a Class A diesel pusher, brand new, you know, $400,000, $400,000, pay for your gas, and you and your wife can live in luxury. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere without my wife. Man, the, the one good thing that this pandemic has done is given my wife and I an opportunity to spend time together uh, every day for a couple of years. And I really like being married to this woman. I really like spending time with her and we like being around each other. So I'm not leaving again, I'm sorry. I'm not taking a travel job unless she's going with me. So, um, hey, I hope you've enjoyed this time. I know that uh, everybody is facing struggles right now in the world with, um, with war and the pandemic, uh, changes from the pandemic, loss of loved ones, um, inflation, high gas prices, cost of food, all of that stuff. There's definitely changes. Um, I just want to tell you that you are loved and that there are those who care about you deeply. And um, I hope you go out and have a blessed week. Thanks for listening.